Hello, Ghetto Kings and Queens. Welcome back to Ghetto Diaries Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. You are listening to Natalie Ann. So this past weekend, I was in New Orleans, Louisiana for my beautiful cousin-in-law's birthday. Let me just start off by saying happy birthday, Layla. I love you so much. I'm so grateful for your presence in my life. Thank you for always checking up on me, for always checking in on me, and for offering help when I'm in need, right? You are such a light in my life and I'm thankful for the love that you always, always share with me. So, with that being said, I was in New Orleans for my beautiful Layla's birthday and I just wanted to share with you all the experience, what it was like, what I liked, what I disliked, um and some of the good moments that i had so let's start with friday first of all let me just say i was ready to get fucked up right and if you know me you know that that's my thing (laughs) not necessarily my thing but you know that if i'm going on vacation or if i'm going out of town um then my goal my plan is to get shit faced right at least one of the days that i'm out so, for this trip, that was my goal. <laughs> Feel good, look good, you know what I'm saying, get fucked up. So, I started off Friday morning while I was packing with some shots, shots of vodka, right? I was about, I guess, five shots in when I got picked up. <laughs> um, and while we were on the road, I drank an entire bottle of champagne by myself. I didn't eat anything all day. Um, not even when going out at night. So, like I said, I was ready to get drunk. <laughs> um, we got there, got to the Airbnb, um, unpacked, and started to get ready. Then we headed off to a place called Pat O'Brien's. Um, what I can say about that location it is, is it's very beautiful in the morning and at night. Um, it seems, it just seems like a a good environment to like enjoy yourself with friends with whomever so our server's name was lester we got a drink and some food there like i said i did not eat (laughs) Um, but i did try some alligator bites which my cousin michelle ordered and those were amazing they were so good So, I asked Lester, our server, to recommend his favorite gumbo spot, right? I wanted to know someone, uh, I wanted to get a recommendation from someone from Louisiana. So, he mentioned the gumbo spot, the gumbo shop, sorry, that's what it's called. So, I'm thinking, yay, we have a gumbo spot to try, right? Anyways... We go on with our night, Uh, we finish our drink and food there, we go on with our night, and we went on to explore Bourbon Street. Um, Let me just say that it was ghetto, it was ratchet, and I was at home. (laughs) I definitely felt at home. There were so many fine and beautiful black men on the street. Oh my goodness, just... Oh, gosh. I was in heaven, right? I love black men, and um, black men love me, right? But I had the most amazing time walking Bourbon Street. I was enjoying myself. I was having the most fun. And I was fucked up. (laughs) So... I got drunk to the point of not remembering some of the night, (laughs) but I do remember that I had an amazing time. Um, I had a great time taking pictures, meeting new people, showing titties, right? Because I didn't even remember that, you know, on Raven Street or in Louisiana, in New Orleans, Louisiana, you know what I'm saying, in NOLA, then you get beats for showing your titties. I'm thinking, you know, this is just like for Mardi Gras time. That's just around Mardi Gras time. But no, you know, it's an all year round thing. 
which I'm loving. <laughs> so I got drunk and definitely showed some titty. I say titty because it was specifically one titty. I was in a dress where it was just sort of easy to pop out one titty. <laughs> so, you know, I had to do my thing. I, was, I heard some people whistling and I'm like, hmm, okay. And I remember the exact moment showed my titty, got some beats. I think that happened a few times. Um, so I had a few, <laughs> few cute beads, um, and so let me just say, I have this drunk tradition, right? I'm not sure what happens, when it happens, but when I am drunk, I like to take a picture with my titty out. Like, it can be both, or most times it's one. But I'm not sure why. That's just like my signature drunk picture. If I don't have a picture like that at the end of the night, I know I was not fucked up. <laughs> and if I do have a picture like that, I was definitely fucked up. So I may post um, some of my archives of those pictures on Ghetto Diaries podcast Instagram so that you all can see what I'm talking about. <laughs> um... However, anyways, I ended up with one of those photos in a shop, <laughs> and as far as my cousins say, uh, there was signs everywhere that said no photography, <laughs> no cameras, but I still got my picture, and then no one say shit to me, so, so I had a great time, but anyways, I also got more drunk than the birthday girl, which I think that everyone who knows me and her is not surprised by that. I honestly don't know if there's anyone who can top me. Now, granted, um, <clears throat> my favorite sister cousin, Moni. Now, yes, I think she can get as fucked up as me, right? We've ended up on the floor together, you know what I'm saying? Doing some crazy shit together. What happens in Cabo, right? <laughs> but, um, yeah. There's not too many people who can get on my level like that or who can surpass my level. So I'm not necessarily surprised, right? But I will say that I may have gotten on some nerves while I was a little bit drunk, more drunk than everybody else, that's for sure. But I think that's what comes with the territory, right? If you're going to be the one that's the most fucked up, you're going to be on you're going to get on people's nerves, right? You're going to say some crazy things, you're going to do some crazy things. Um, especially if you're not in the right oasis, you know what I'm saying? Hoes gonna be hoes, so I couldn't blame Tammy. <laughs> no, but uh, seriously, I'm a hoe. I'm a hoe by nature, and I think that some people's idea of what a hoe is and what my idea of what a hoe is are two very different things, right? In my mind and in my life and my philosophy, <laughs> a hoe is just a woman who is comfortable with her sexuality, um, open to learning more about herself spiritually, sexually, and is fluid, who is, um, whose goal is to sort of enhance every sexual and spirit sorry sexual and spiritual experience that she has and even collides those two worlds right she's just a woman who doesn't it can be a male too they're just they're just a person who doesn't necessarily give a fuck about what people have to say about the way that they live life about the things that they enjoy or their desires their kinks um who they are their you know what i'm saying their freedom they find freedom in being sexual and sensual beings right that's to me that's what a hoe is and and that's what i am a hoe so some women are have that internalized misogyny where it's like oh she's open and free with her body and I'm, I don't think that that's okay, you know. I'd rather share my body with one person or I'd rather not share my body with whatever the slut-shaming context may be. There are just some women who are not, who are not 
don't have the right idea of who a hoe is or what a hoe is, right? So I will say that um, I think that at times I am most definitely judged by other hoes who don't know their hoes. <laughs> but, or who are not open enough with themselves to claim their wholeness, right? Anyways, so, but I didn't give a fuck. Always be you, always do you. You know what I'm saying? The right people in your life are going to accept you, are going to love you for who you are. Uh, and that's just that. So, on Friday night, <clears throat> we were back at the Airbnb at 11. Which, I wasn't so happy about at first, right? Because I was like, that's lame. This is lame. I hate y'all. <laughs> However, I was a bit fucked up. So, if I was out any longer, you know, and I drank... Or if I, even if I didn't drink, you know, I could have, I could have potentially gotten into some hazardous situations. So all in all, I'm thankful that we were home and safe. <laughs> um, so the next day, uh, a bitch woke up in recovery, right? Woke up in the same dress, makeup on, everything. Um, so, you know, I had to start the day. I took off my dress. Stayed on my thong, put on a jacket, and I started my recovery process <laughs> because I was feeling it this by this time. And so I started my day with fruit and liquid IV. The liquid IV, I'm I'm not sure if it helped. Um, I think it may have helped a, a little bit, but not not to the not to the extent that I thought it would, you know, I thought I was going to be able to like bounce back pretty quickly, but I was not. Um, but I was not. So it took a little bit longer to bounce back than I thought, but we went to eat breakfast. We went to this very cute, uh, vampire cafe. I definitely recommend going there. Um, they just had like a cute drink and a liquid IV. They even have a little, a cup, um, a tea, like reading, where you get a souvenir teacup and I think it you get to um, it tells you something about your future or something like that right it's it's at least a little message in a I don't really know how it is because I didn't order it but I did see it on the menu which was cute right you get to keep the teacup and I think it reads you something about your life something of the sorts um so I thought that was nice I thought that was cool unique um, and we sort of walked around the French Quarter. The French Quarter was so nice. Everything about it was nice. The jazz on the street corners. Just everything. There were so many artists. There were so many creatives. Um, and there's a place for them, right? Which I loved. There's a place that you can go to buy art, to listen to music. And it doesn't have to be... A pop-up shop right like in Houston we do have events where we do have events where of course there are you know different vendors so there are food you know different things but clothing but this is not an event you know this happens every weekend I'm not sure if it happens during the weekdays but it happens every weekend, you know, this is the flow, this is this is how it is. So I love, love, love that. Everything was so walkable within the French Quarter. Um, it just felt so much more alive than, than Houston and then Houston's downtown, right? Um, so Houston has beautiful buildings downtown, but it's very much, it's, it's business, right? And I hate that. I mean, of course, you know, it's nice that there are businesses in downtown and, um, and there are some places to eat, but there are not shops. There's, I think, one place where you can go to shop in downtown, um, they even got rid of the Forever 21 downtown, which is tragic. You know, that was one of the only stores. But there's not too much in Houston's downtown. If you go Saturday afternoon or Sunday afternoon, 
and it's walkable but for what you know you're not going to walk i mean the best parts are what discovery green which is a park midtown park or what's that called i think it's i'm not sure if it's called midtown park i think it might be but anyways there are a few different parks and areas that you can enjoy yourself in but other than that the streets aren't filled with art the streets aren't filled with music that experience in nola was definitely different and amazing i loved that about it um so yeah i most definitely enjoyed myself i enjoyed that part very much after walking around in the french quarter for a bit we went to the art amazing selfie gallery which was so beautiful um i 10 out of 10 recommend uh even the galleries in houston right if you're not in louisiana or if you you know can't always go the selfie galleries in houston i'm sure will offer a bit of what they offered I just know it was a fun place to go and feel cute and take pictures with your friends. And I think it's a really good idea for just a random little cute thing to do with friends, right? So, after we left the selfie gallery, I was so excited to try the gumbo shop until I got there. I was deeply disappointed. So, there was nothing Cajun, hot, spicy about it right um and it just wasn't good in general the gumbo itself was not good um the red beans and rice tasted very basic the jambalaya tasted basic it just all the crawfish etouffee was was not good it was decent it was decent but it wasn't what i expected i can't lie I expected I had very high expectations for the food in Nola, right? I don't think that I went to some of the right right um food places, but I will say that the way that Nola natives talk down on Houston food, I expected for their food to be pressure. You know what I'm saying? I didn't expect to have to fish around for the places like you do in Houston. You know, in Houston, you most definitely have to fish around for the best places to eat. You are definitely going to run. If you don't know the right spots, you probably won't have a lot of good eating experiences in Houston. You're probably the type of person that goes to IHOP, Canes, Katz's, you know what I'm saying? Just commercial places, basically. Um, you probably go to Torchy's Tacos, like, no, that's not, that's not real, that's not real food to me. Um, so, you know, I guess you have to fish around in Louis Nola as well. And for me, that was just like, I was just upset that a Nola native had recommended the gumbo shop. Like, that was, that was just foul, like. I don't know why he would do that. Why he would recommend that place at all. I definitely do not recommend. Um, so that left me feeling empty, right? While I was there the whole time, I didn't really try any. Um, you know, it, I just expected, I guess, the food to be cooked with a little more love. Have a little more spice to it. And uh, unfortunately, where I went, it, it wasn't. So, anyways, after that, we went back to the Airbnb to just kind of relax before the night began. And we tried a cute dinner spot. It was called Flamingo Agogo. And that place was obviously sort of like a... I won't say that it was bad. I think if you know what to get there, it it's very good. Um... And I think that my food, my, how do I explain this? The, my taste buds, basically. I don't think that they were fully, fully in, you know, back to their norms after drinking uh, all day Friday. So my food was good, but I don't think that I was able to enjoy it. I got some jerk shrimp uh, tacos and some boudin balls. We tried... 
um, I'm not sure what these shrimp were called, shrimp agogo, and that was a very, very, very good. So, overall, I think it was a, you know what I'm saying, 8 out of 10. <laughs> and everyone who knows me, or those who really know me, know that I, uh, everything gets 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. But that, 8 out of 10. It can get an 8 from me. Um, we ended up going back to Bourbon Street, even though, you know, the girls did not want to go back to Bourbon Street because, like I said, no one had as good of a time on Bourbon Street as me. <laughs> Plus, Jose said they was having to run after me, and I was drunk. Like I said, I don't care. I had fun. Um, so we hit up this one spot. It was called The Beach on Bourbon, right? And that was interesting. Um, they had good music for sure, but as I told my cousin, something was missing. And like she replied, it was color. (laughs) (coughs) It was color. Color was missing. It was a full frat party. I didn't see any Mexicans, any black people in sight, which, you know, which I couldn't get. I couldn't get jiggy there, or rather, I refused to. Look, I don't have anything against white people. However, I cannot. I can. I just can't get down with all white people, like in an area that's full of only white people, right? Um, granted, I don't care. It doesn't personally bother me. Um, and I don't feel out of, well, I won't say that I don't feel out of place because I most definitely don't feel like I'm, I just don't feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel out of place in the sense that, oh, you know what I'm saying? These white people are probably uncomfortable by me. It's like they're making me uncomfortable. (laughs) You know, I was, I was like, I can't, I can't really do it. I can't really get into it. So I didn't bother getting a drink and I went ahead and went on to Bourbon Street to look for different places to go. So I found some places, went back for the girls and these places were more like it, right? I walk in, everyone's black, I'm at home. (laughs) Or, you know, there may be a few white people, but you know what I'm saying? For the most part, um, it's full of beautiful black people, beautiful black men and women. And I jumped right into the dance floor started started getting jiggy um what song was on wobble wobbles on wobble was on so you know i started dancing cupid shuffle came on next so that continued the party just had a good time got me some whiskey the girls were you know layla was having fun i won't say the girls (laughs) um and we headed off to a different spot so the next spot we went to was interesting. It had a stage, and I will just say that the host was fine. He was fine as wine, baby. Oh, my goodness. But, you know, I could tell he could tell he was fine, which is all good unless unless you think you're too good. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, no, everyone's not, you know, I know that I'm not everyone's taste, and so... The man's wasn't really looking in my direction, but I was not bothered. I still got to enjoy the eye candy. <laughs> and, you know, with that being said, it's just a reminder that, you know, nobody is for everybody. Different people will appreciate your beauty differently. And that's just how it goes. That's just how it is. So... After that, we stayed there till about 2 a.m. You know, there were some fine women on the stage having fun, shaking ass. Gotta love it. I wish I would have had my twerking clothes on so I could have really gotten to it. But I didn't. I wore, I instead chose to wear a cute, quote-unquote cute dress. And I don't know if it's ever worth it, right? If you have to choose between that cute dress and that twerking dress, wear that twerking dress twerking sorry i don't know what's going on with my words <laughs> wear that twerking dress it it's always worth it it's always worth it so 
lesson learned, right? Lesson learned, but we ended up having a good night going home and just relaxing. So, going to the Airbnb, sorry. When we woke up in the morning, it was time to pack and get out of there and go to brunch. We ended up going to a very basic spot for breakfast. I won't even say it because I'm a little ashamed. Um, I can say that if it was up to me, we wouldn't have tried that. We wouldn't have went there for breakfast. But, of course, you know, I, I, I tried to make it easier and go with the flow on some certain things. Um, yeah. So we ended up going to get breakfast and heading on the road back to Houston. So before stopping, before coming back to Houston, we stopped at the casino. And it was my first time in a casino, which was very, very fun. I can say I definitely enjoyed myself. You don't necessarily need a lot of money to enjoy yourself in a casino. Um, you may, you know, some people know how to budget their money. And some people know how to um don't know how to budget their money so you know where you can where you can have fun with one with the 20 dollar bill some people might lose that 20 in literally three minutes and some people will take longer 15 to 20 minutes even 30 minutes you know can gauge their time and money a little better um so i was just trying to gauge things and you know as you're at the machines you can order drinks they're pretty much free you just have to tip because you know i guess they figure that everyone's spending their money in there so they might as well offer some alcohol get you more fucked up and then you can waste some more money right it's a great system but even for myself like i was like i'm gonna take advantage of these drinks and i ended up you know getting some five drinks within a quick time period uh was trying to get a little drunk but sometimes but I I was sipping slow on one drink so I was like eh, I'm okay if I even if I just get tipsy you know I don't always have to get drunk so I got a little tipsy I'm glad that the birthday girl enjoyed herself uh so much at the casino she got she got drunk which is amazing I love that for her and and She got drunk. We enjoyed ourselves. My cousin actually ended up winning some money. That bitch had some. I'm not gonna lie. The bitch had some luck. She was doing. Uh, she was doing pretty good at the machines, and so. Anyway, she won some money. We ended up leaving and going to get Popeyes. I also heard the Popeyes was way better in Louisiana, than in Texas. So of course we had to stop. Um, it was honestly about the same it was very much about the same in in flavor and in everything else it was not spicier um or anything of the sorts so like i said overall disappointed with some of the food i tried or some of the like myths that you know were supposed to be true um so yeah definitely i would need to try different food places next time uh different places to party as well but some of my favorite things about the trip <clears throat> were the music on every corner in the french quarter the beautiful buildings the shops the clothing shops that were available um the setup of the entire French Quarter um, and the setup of the city really in general it was very very beautiful very luxurious um, I don't think that there's anything like it in, in Houston truthfully there's not necessarily like sure there are you can go to the Galleria for a luxurious experience but even then like the buildings are subpar like you know what I'm saying? I don't it's just not it's not fancy like that, right? Houston loves to act fancy, but it's not. And uh, it's just I don't even mean to compare. It's just the scene like Houston itself is so disappointing. Um in comparison. Like the stadium was beautiful fucking like it was just fucking beautiful 
Anyway, so the architecture itself was beautiful. The liveliness of the city was beautiful. And, um, yeah, like I said, it was very luxurious. Luxurious near the stadium, near the port. So I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the people. You can tell that everyone there is in their own world and their own creative space and that they you know are free uh, have got their own thing going on free of judgment they look so out of i say this with the best uh, intention in mind they looked out of the ordinary you know here in houston there i can say that there are individuals who are out of the ordinary but everything else is so, so normal. You know what I'm saying? Most people have the same fashion sense. Um, you you see a lot of people here that look the same, right? Um, not there. Not there. There are so many people with so many different styles, fashion sense, like hairstyles, hair colors, outfits. There are people who were dressed up just in different, in different, I don't even know how to explain it, but everyone there was living in their own world and their, like I said, own creative space. You can tell that they were having, they have fun with their freedom of expression. Um, here I can say that it's a little more rare to see it as often as I did there. So those are some things that I very much enjoyed. It seemed like there wasn't a lot of drama. Don't don't get me wrong. You can probably get into some drama, of course, anywhere you go. But it seemed like everyone was minding their own business in their own world, and um, and I really liked that. I really really liked that. So some things that I did not like is that the food was not busting like they said it was gonna bust. Um, and like I said, maybe I didn't necessarily know some of the spots, but I did get a recommendation from one of the natives and he just did me wrong with that one. Um, and a lot of the places closed early. They closed at like 10. A lot of the restaurants, there weren't many, I guess you could say restaurant bars that had food late or that even had food at all or that were open. So that was um, sort of one of the downsides. Um, what else would I say is a downside? Was a downside, or something I didn't like? I mean, I can't really name much. Truthfully, I enjoyed. I enjoyed a lot more than I did enjoy. But yeah, on my top things, my top list of things that I didn't enjoy was definitely food definitely definitely food um so anyways yeah i had a great weekend i had a great time um you know i'm glad i got to get crazy on friday i'm glad i got to let loose and i'm glad i was with you know individuals who helped me who you know basically took care of me while i was drunk you know what i'm saying hoes didn't just leave me leave me anywhere or let me wander off too crazy too far <laughs> you know um so yeah <clears throat> i definitely enjoyed myself and will definitely be back in the trying different food places okay i'm gonna try some different ones because it ain't that ain't gonna be it but i will say that oh and i forgot to mention there's also a bar that's called the carousel it's inside of a hotel i'm not sure what the hotel's name is but it starts with an m monte something um and it's a cute carousel bar and it spins and if you go probably at the right time you can most definitely enjoy yourself um we went and it was sort of busy and it was a little too much for us so we ended up heading out but it's definitely beautiful so if you're looking for a beautiful place to go to to have a drink or so definitely hit up the carousel um 
And there were so many other places that I had looked up and didn't even recommend to my, you know, to the girls or didn't bring up. Um, So I wish that I would have done that, but I was sort of giving space to the birthday girl to have her weekend and to do what she wanted to do, to try out the things that she wanted to try. But if I knew that she was as open to taking um, requests, then I definitely would have requested more. But like I said, there's definitely, I'm going back, we are all going back in crawfish season, um, which is a must, right? Which is a must. We're going to enjoy ourselves and have fun and eat some fucking crawfish because that's one thing. I am not giving up on Nola and its food. I'm going to try some good crawfish and some fucking good gumbo when I go, okay? Um, and I have high expectations, right? Because for me, I mean, I've tried better gumbo in Houston than I tried there. You know what I'm saying? So I most definitely have some high expectations. And my expectations are going to be high for that crawfish, too. Because if that's supposed to be the motherland of all things Cajun and hot, you got to step up. <laughs> or I got to step up with my search. Right, so if you all know any places in Louisiana that I would enjoy eating anything, please let me know. Um, so yeah, I will be back, but one thing I learned from the trip, or a few things, is shoot your fucking shot. Shoot your shot. Because I promise, I promise you won't miss most times, and you might regret it if you do. There was this fine oh my goodness two fine men that i regret shooting not shooting my shot with right oh there was a fine black man on friday uh walking past me on bourbon street and we just made eye contact and kept that eye contact but we didn't we didn't you know approach each other or anything of the sorts but fuck me i wish i would have approached him Mm. Because if you ain't going to approach me, if you're going to be scared to shoot your shot, I'm going to shoot mine, baby. And I'm going to make it. <laughs> no, but yeah, he was gorgeous. He was fucking beautiful. He was fine. Fine as life. Mm. Anyways, he looked so fucking good. And I regretted it. Well, that's not a word, right? <laughs> <clears throat> I regret not hitting him up. Or not saying hello, not giving him my number, not getting his number. I regret not fucking. <laughs> no, but for real. But I didn't necessarily go with Nola. Go to Nola with intentions of fucking, but I wasn't necessarily. Um, you know, I wasn't necessarily not open to it. <laughs> I hadn't. I hadn't really made it up, made it in my mind, made it up in my mind that I was determined to fuck or anything, right? Um, but he was, he was, he was fuckworthy. He was, mm, 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 mm. oh, good lord. He was fine, fine enough to fuck. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, <laughs> um, then I also regret not. See, because I don't know why, and I need to ask, need to ask some of my male listeners, right? Why, why do you give some woman the eyes? You know, why do you keep your eyes on her all night if you're not gonna holler? What keeps you from from approaching a woman? You know what I'm saying? I really want to know because, in my mind, if I was a man. I think this is how I'd be, right? I don't know. Um, if I was a man, I'd be going up to shorties if I see them looking at me. If that's a green. That's a go. You know what I'm saying? The look is the go. For all my fucking men listening, the look is the fucking go. If we're looking at you and making eye contact for more than three seconds, because don't get me wrong, sometimes we just, we just make a quick eye contact because we're trying to see if you're attractive or not, right? But if we immediately look away... Alright, don't bother. But if we're looking at you for three seconds or more, baby, shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. Get in there. <laughs> for real, though. 
So on Saturday when we were walking around the French Quarter, I <clears throat> there was this white man in front of me. And he sneezed. I said, bless you. And he thought I was one of his friends. So when he looked back, he giggled and said, thank you, because he realized it was me. Um, oh, and when I tell y'all, he was, oh, fine. He was beautiful. Um, had, I believe he had green eyes. And, oh, good Lord, he was just fine. So he continued to make eye contact with me as well. We started heading towards different directions and um, I sort of just gave him a little goodbye smile. And you know, he was still looking back at me, but but sir, come, come here, <laughs> come here though. But so yeah, I sort of regret not shooting my shot with both of those men because they were fine as life and some I'm not gonna lie to you. Some men are just worth the risk, and I don't—I don't know. That's just me speaking. And you—it's not every day you see a fine-ass man, especially not as far as my standards go. I may think that you know certain men are attractive or that they look good, but it's rare that I think a man is like fine. It's it's rare. It is rare, sweetie. <clears throat> Especially nowadays. I can't lie to you. I'm very, very, very picky. Um, and, you know, I don't know. Maybe I, I, I just don't... I don't feel right being less picky than I am because then I feel like uh, bitches just won't have standards then, you know? But... There's always something that turns me off, whether it's a way that someone talks, um, the way that they dress, their mannerisms, um, their comments. Like, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm picky, right? Because a man can be handsome and I'll look at his fit and just know he's not my type. And I, <laughs> I don't know if everyone experiences that. But, and it's not even that, like, I don't know, but I can kind of tell. I can kind of tell what type of man someone is by the way that they dress, right? And, I don't know, I feel like some, like, basic-ass um, cis male who, like, judges women off of, like, the, the, the amount of skin that they're showing. But it's not even... It's not even like that. It's like, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. I think that I'm going to try to give examples, like, <laughs> in a video or some sorts. But it might have to be on the Patreon or something because <laughs> I don't need the masses seeing how judgmental I am. But, yeah, you could just wear one piece that, like, throws throws me off or just lets me know, like, me and you, like, we're not going to. We're not going to collide. Or, like, there are some fine men that I can tell that they're, like, just too into themselves. Like, that throws me off or, you know what I'm saying? There are just certain things. But anyways, it's rare to find men as fine as those men. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So, shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. Don't be afraid. And if a man is looking at you, if he looks at you twice or more than three seconds, bitch, shoot your shot. Because if the man ain't going to do it, we got to do it, right? We ain't going to be missing out on no good dack because of them. <laughs> um, I hope that you all enjoyed today's episode. I have just been living life. I've just been trying to enjoy myself and, um, you know... We're all on different different journeys. And I just say that, I guess, to because of the the lack of the lack of pressure that I've been putting towards this podcast. You know, I haven't necessarily been recording too often. I don't always post and I'm just <clears throat> I'm just in I'm in the process, I'm in a process, right, of 
healing, learning, growing, and sometimes I I allow anxiety to keep me from creating, or whether that's anxiety, anger, um, unhealed emotions, I allow things to keep me from recording, right, but that's not how I want to be, but I'm learning. I'm learning. And this is, what, my second year of podcasting. So I most definitely need to get more disciplined. But one thing's for sure. I never want to have podcasts that feel like they're full of venting, right? I want to process my shit on my own. I don't want you all to feel like I'm just fucking throwing trauma at you or throwing my emotions at you. And so then you avoid the podcast because it's full of just emotional venting, right? That's not what I want this this space to be. So sometimes when I'm going through certain situations, certain emotions, um, when I'm healing from certain trauma, I keep away from the podcast because I do not want to burden anyone. Um, and I, like I said, I don't want that. I don't want it to be the source of content for the podcast. On the other hand, of course, when I have healed from certain traumas and when I do feel it's important to share how I feel because um, because others may feel the same or when I like to share my emotions, right? And I like to share my trauma in ways that help others heal and accept themselves or something that they've experienced help them to move on and heal from it to let it go you know in those cases I am more than willing to share to share my trauma my emotions but excuse me if you've missed me if you've missed this podcast if you're ready for more content and it doesn't come as quick as you want I apologize. I apologize. And I thank you to everyone who listened to part one and part two of Only Me October. Hope that you all enjoyed that. And and we will be getting into how that went for me, right? Because I broke some of the rules of Only Me October. And I can't say that it was good. I can't say that it was bad. I can say that, um, you know. I ended up having sex with someone, and it was interesting. So we're going to get into that on another episode, because they tried something new with me, and I really am not sure if I liked it or not. Like, honestly, truthfully, it was a little weird. Um, so yeah, and I've never had anyone try this sex move on me, and I probably never want to have anyone try it on me again. So yeah, we're going to get into that next episode though. (laughs) So I love you all. I hope that you all have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your family. Remember why we're gathering. And, uh, when I say remember why we're gathering, I remember. I mean, remember why this day became a celebration, right? Remember who suffered for us to give thanks. Remember to actually be thankful and be grateful. And not just celebrate this. Remember the tragedies, okay? Remember the natives and the indigenous people who had to suffer for our country. Um, And I don't mean had to suffer for the greater good, right? I just mean the ones who, by history, had to suffer. Um, By the choices of, you know, Christopher Columbus and his people. Which, fuck Christopher Columbus. Um, remember who suffered, you know, acknowledge the indigenous people on this day and pay your respect to the indigenous families and individuals who are still 
alive and, and those who have passed as well, right? Spread something, spread some love, spread some knowledge of the indigenous people. You know, I might I might do an episode in regards to to what really happened in history and not what we were taught happened, right? Cuz we all were taught that Thanksgiving was just this day where we appropriate culture and put he- feathers around our fucking heads and where we they taught us about pilgrims, but not so much about uh, the natives and indigenous people that the pilgrims killed, stole from, raped, right? They didn't teach us so much about what really happened. And I don't think a lot of us really know what happened. Um, So I might do a separate episode on that, on the real history of it all, right? But... Tomorrow, remember to honor the tribes. Remember to honor the people who who were here first. Before the land was stolen. Before they had to endure mass, mass murders and, and rapings. Um, so just take a moment of silence tomorrow, you know, for the tribes and the indigenous people that are still still oppressed to this day well i hope that you all enjoyed this episode i love you all very much and i thank you for tuning in and uh happy ho happy hoeing (laughs) happy ho happy hoeing happy thanksgiving love you all enjoy your time with your families and uh, hug everyone while you get a chance to. You never know when when is your last moment with someone. You never know. You know, you, you just really never know. And I guess that's the point of being present and being grateful and being thankful. Is to acknowledge that moments change from one to another. But in this moment, we are together. You know? And in this moment... I'm grateful that you and I are here together. So I'm thankful for you sending love your way. And I pray that your family is able to have a blessed and abundant Thanksgiving. Love you all. Talk to you soon. Mwah.